Screeders, what is going on? I am overwhelmed. Hobbsapalooza, the inaugural, number one, was this past weekend, which many of you probably know because we've been talking about it for a couple episodes and uh, other people have mentioned it. Um, I was lucky enough. I almost felt like it was an OSR Anchorite con, really. Most of the people involved in the games that were played or running the games uh, were all either actual podcasters or podcast listeners. Uh, another interesting thing of note is, is I've been calling them anchor casts. I thought that was kind of what the vogue was, but uh, Anchor certainly doesn't call them anchor casts. Anchor calls them podcasts. And I think uh, that's an interesting distinction because I don't think they want it to be any different than any other podcast venue. Uh, I hope the place stays. Uh, I mean, they're making a little money now because they have ways of getting money. I don't know how much they're making. <laughs> uh, I mean, it may be significant for all I know, depending on how many people have embraced the advertisements and how many people actually have people supporting their shows. They take a percentage of that, so maybe it's working out. Uh, I'm not sure that's what y'all tuned in here for. What y'all really wanted to know is that today was December 3rd, 2018. I am Jason Hobbs, and this is Random Screed. It's called Black Friday because it puts companies in the black. Dumbass. Hey, Jason, it's Matt. So I'm listening to your Kumbaya segment of your last podcast, and it occurred to me, you know, we've all been kind of joking around about Mr. Hobbs's neighborhood and, you know, you know, kind of uh, connecting you with Mr. Rogers, which I think is still valid. But something occurred to me, and you are kind of becoming the RPG slash OSR. Oh, oops, I used that politically charged term. Forget that. The uh, RPG peacemaker kind of deep thought guy. So anyway, I thought that it is only applicable that we now use the term Guru Hobbs when referring to you from this point forward. Stay strong, dude. Talk to you later. So those were a couple of older messages that I had gotten and uh, messed up and didn't put in the last episode. They were from the episode before. Uh, two regular callers um, and a current podcaster and one who has given it up but hasn't stopped listening and calling in so of that i appreciate we're talking about jay murphy from the vanishing tower a scripted podcast that uh is actually quite fun and entertaining and then uh <laughs> he wasn't the only person uh that not only explained to me why it was called black friday uh but also called me a dumbass <laughs> Thanks for that, Jay. <laughs> the other was Matt Jackson. He used to do Matt Random. You could probably still find all those episodes somewhere, and uh, you should check them out. And if you're listening to any of the OSR anchor cast, then uh, you're going to hear Matt because he calls into a few of them. Uh, as far as uh, Guru Hobbs goes, uh, I don't know about that. I've never been one to make up my own nickname. But uh, if that's what people decided, that would be fine with me. I would like the idea of being a peacemaker and uh, being inclusive with all people and players and all that. Mr. Hobbs's gamerhood was really awesome over the weekend. We had a lot of uh, great players, but, man, I can't really say it was a diverse group of players. 
Um, I don't know how I could have made it a diverse group of players. I would have uh, liked that. Uh, I feel like the people were diverse, but there weren't any POCs, no women, no LGBTQ+, none of that occurred, um, as far as I know. Um, but uh, I would have been absolutely fine. It would, I would have been keen on that. Maybe there's something we should do that would be a um, another online that is more open somehow. I don't. I don't really know how. Uh, as Jay Murphy so quaintly put, I'm a dumbass. Hey, Jason Hobbs. This is Eric from EFP. Calling in about the idea of West Marches. I heard somebody mention it on the last show, and I've tried it with two different systems now. The problem I always run into, players not wanting to actually pick what they want and actually submit the adventures they want to do. So you and your fans, have you ever had success with this, and what do you do to drive them? Is it a Q&A, or is it just the players that you pick? Love the show. Keep on going. Eric Frankhouse from Eric Frankhouse Presents the real godfather of Anchor and uh, RPGs, as far as I'm concerned. He was the guy that told me about Anchor at uh, GaryCon and GameholeCon uh, two years ago, I think. Finally tried it, loved it, and the rest is history. As far as the West Marches goes, I can't really say I've ever been as successful as it as I would like. We call it a drop-in, drop-out West Marches game. Uh, just because of that, really, uh, I don't have a super open schedule. So for people just to get together and uh, coordinate what they want to do and who they want to go isn't uh, as viable as it could be. I think that my Kalmata game is now gaining the player base that it needs in order to do that. Uh, I really feel like... Um, that's part of the reason that it gets stagnant is because you just end up with the same players running a regular old campaign, uh, but now they have to start and stop in the in the starting town every single time. So in some ways, that can be considered a hindrance to it. That's why you need this diverse group of players. You need players who are collecting other players that they want, which is one of the reasons um, I think Matt Colville, when he talked about it on his uh, vlog, the idea was that you couldn't play with the same group twice. So you always had to switch up who was playing. So you got a bunch of different characters with a bunch of different players. And I think that's really cool. And um, I'm kind of hoping after Palooza and um, Gamehole Con, I mean, I ran five games of Kalmata in that period of, what, six days? Uh, man, which isn't as good as it could be. I need, I need to run more of them, and I need to gather more people. And I'm hoping that uh, we can get that worked out where there's more people. The problem is then that's all I'll be doing in life is running Kalmata because the schedule will be so diverse. But, I mean, shit, would that be so bad? <laughs> hey, Hobbs, this is uh, Robert the DM Dad. Um, one thing you probably don't know about me is that I am a lexicographer, um, which means that it's my job to know where words come from. And you asked about Black Friday. 
Black Friday is a reference to Black Thursday, which was the day that the stock market crashed in 1929, ushering in the global economic depression. It was uh, met by scenes of chaos, especially on Wall Street. Um, the craze of shoppers um, going out to get all the uh, discounted deals in their early Christmas presents is likened to the chaos that followed the stock market crash. And since Black Friday always comes on a Friday after Thanksgiving, it's dubbed Black Friday. There's also a Black Sunday, which was the day that Disneyland opened. However, that was not chaotic. It was just economically depressing. Wow. DM Dad dropping the dumbass back on Jay Murphy without even knowing it. I like it. Uh, podcast fight. Pod battles. Let's go. Seriously, though, uh, that's really interesting. But I'm curious, what's the difference between an etymologist and a lexiconomist? Ecologist? Shit. You ain't nothing but a podcaster talking all the time. You ain't nothing but a podcaster talking all the time. Well, Mr. Hobbs, how you doing? Uh, this is Elphis calling into your wonderful program, Random Screed. The reason I'm calling your show tonight is to find out a little bit about why you don't like to have elves in your Kalmata campaign setting. Uh, what don't you like about a hunger, hunger, burning love, a point of ears and sideburns, and not paralyzed by ghouls and exceptional eyesight that allows me to see secret doors? Is there a problem there? I'd really like to know, Mr. Hobbs. If you can answer that question for me, I'd be greatly appreciative. So, excuse me while I mosey off and get in my leisure shoot and give a karate kick. Uh, hunka hunka burning Elphis love has left the building. Thank you very much. And if you don't like Elphis, then you ain't no cast of mine. I was really pretty sure, Elphis, you were going to finish off with that, uh, with that chorus, but, uh, but you didn't. Regardless, uh, I feel like I've been getting a lot of calls in recently concerning um, speciesism in uh, role-playing games. And uh, while we have some very, very serious issues in the real world, fortunately it's not that huge of an issue in role-playing games. But I believe I should still... Uh, take it to my heart and uh, talk about it a little bit. So for the first time ever in Kalmata, uh, not even just Kalmata, honestly, in the emergent empires. So I call the setting that I've been using for the past, I don't know, 10 years. Um, I call it the emergent empires. And I've gotten over that time, probably, I don't know, eight different campaigns that have taken place in it. And when I call it campaign, I really mean that we started playing in it, and it uses the similar culture, similar gods. You know, it's all related to each other, although none of the characters are necessarily directly related to each other. They all take place in the same world or setting, uh, but there may not be any crossover. Now, there may be some crossover, but there may not either. Uh, I have tons of little mysteries that exist, and I'm kind of letting them eke out over all of the campaigns. So I have some players that have played in quite a few of them, but I doubt I have any players that played in all of the campaigns. Uh, the reason I'm going into all this is that it isn't just the 50-plus sessions of Kalmata that have never had a halfling. There's never been halflings in the campaign 
whole overall emergent empires either. And that changed on uh, Sunday morning. Tony Hart Hogard played the first halfling ever, Schleppo, from uh, the area of Kurgatan, uh, which apparently in the Midwest uh, of the known world is a race or species. Oh, what the hell? Some people ran over their own garbage can. But apparently they don't know because they're just leaving it on the ground. Huh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> so anyway, Schleppo uh, existed and survived, and uh, there are now halflings in the Emergent Empires. For the campaign that I'm running, or I haven't even started yet, but I'm basically prepping or creating, uh, that I'm calling the Red Road, uh, takes place in the Midwest and the Far West of the known world, and it's going to include some more uh, Oriental-type People like the Kyrgyzstan are going to be a mix between uh, the Nordborn and the Slavics. And apparently uh, there's halflings there. Awesome, right? I may. And now let's talk about uh, Elphis. Elves. So in the Emergent Empires, the elves were um, called the Rodishan. And the Ro- Rodishan was based in the Isle of Rhodes. And an elven empire swept across the known world and controlled much of it. But they retreated, and uh, much of the things that they created still exist and are around, but most people don't know how to use them. They're very magical and mystical to most of the populace of the other cultures of the setting. Uh, I kind of liken it to how in the Dark Ages, you know, many of the people did not really understand a lot of the Roman construction. That existed, and uh, this would be the Rodashian construction. Except it goes even farther. In my com- in my campaign, uh, White Sands, uh, which took place in a massive uh, desert area, which was rumored to have once been a lush, fertile valley that was destroyed by Elven magic or Rodashian magic. Uh, and one of the one of the conceits of that campaign was going around and trying to figure out uh, how they had done that and, if possible, reverse it. And uh, uh, listeners who might be savvy and actually uh, are patrons of Hobbs and Friends or bought some of the Hobbs and Friends zines in issue one, uh, the phlogistanol capacitor or whatever is exactly one of these elvish uh, creations. So if you own that in the excavation of the tomb of Lornanane, uh then you know something about that. Uh, I should further say that I have had elvish characters in Emergent Empires. Uh, because in White Sands they actually found a a small colony of elves that were living beneath the city of uh, Junera, city of thieves, uh, and the gateway to the White Sands of Abjamar. They were living down there for a long time, and some of them they were rescued, and some of them have came up and have uh, been part of the people of uh, the Emergent Empires. And so if you wanted to be Elven, you could do that. I've awful in- included the idea of half-elves. Uh, maybe there may just be a culture of elves that are existing in uh, the far west of the known world, and uh, their blood uh, is enough to give them half-Elven, uh, I say race, but really it's species. But since we're using castles and crusades for that, then I'm going to let people play half-Elves, I think. So anyway... 
Uh, it isn't true that there are no elfists whatsoever. I just uh, don't usually like them. The idea of the elves being these Rodashans that are gone is because I do hate elves. I do hate the way that the only reason people play them is because they want to have munchkin half classes, right? Multi-class and BX, or they want all the bonuses that elves or half elves give, and it's dumb. Uh, if you are actually going to play uh, this race of elves or half-elves and you're going to make them different enough and it's going to add something to the campaign, then good. But all of it, if only it's because you're a power gamer and you want to keep on power gaming, then it's bad, in my opinion. I know there's people that are like that and they can play like that if they want to, but it kind of irks the shit out of me, so I don't like it. I hope you call in again, Elphys. I enjoyed it and uh, talk to you soon. <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about mental health today, but I do want you guys to know that uh, you're all a huge um, support for me, and uh, I think everyone deserves that and needs that, so if there's anybody out there that feels like they'd like to talk or uh, have a sounding board or vent or a discourse or play in a game or talk about the games that they play or their character or any of those things I know that talking on this show and uh, Hobbsapalooza and all the great games I played in and all the other great games that were ran uh, was a big boost Uh, I didn't even kind of think that it would be Um, I mean it wasn't such a huge deal there were maybe 10 or 11 games ran or something not even that many maybe 6 or 7 but um, it was cool. You know, that was almost 50 people then that were playing and having a good time over the weekend and for all in the name of uh, Mr. Hobbs's Gamerhood. And uh, that was pretty dang awesome. And I just wanted to thank uh, all the GMs and players and uh, people who participated, even if on the Discord, Audio Dungeon Discord channel, it was uh, pretty fantastic. So. Thanks, guys. I don't want this to get too long. I may do another wrap-up soon. Otherwise, you know what it is. Better to burn out than to fade away.